there was a king that was before you in the previous people prior to this ummah and this king he had a magician when the magician he became old he told the king Inni qad kabirtu that I become an old man now. Fabath ilayya gulaman uallimuhu sihr. So send one young boy to me. I can teach him magic. Meaning that this gift that I got, I'm going to now pass away. I'm going to take this gift and go with it. So send a young boy. I can pass this gift over to this young boy. I can teach him magic as well. Although this magic, it is totally haram. Black magic is totally haram to do. A person should make sincere toba from this. And today this has become a reality in the ummah. When people are sick, when they go to doctors and doctors cannot find the illness, then immediately they resort to this type of illness. One alim, he was from Azarbul, he was teaching in the Darul Ulum, and he was very, very sick. So he went to the doctors, doctors tested him, they say, you got no heart problem, nothing whatsoever. But he, he's running, not even running, he actually used to jog every morning. But now when he's walking also, he's getting extremely tired. So somebody told him that there is one Amin that has come from India, go to him and he will sort you out. He was somewhere in KZN. So this Amin, he went there, so that Amin, he wrote something in a piece of paper. So this person, mashallah, at least he was conscious a little bit, so he said that, no, what you wrote in this paper, I want to see what you wrote in here. So when they opened the piece of paper, Jogi Jepal, who is Jogi Jepal? The guru of the Hindus, the leader of the Hindus. So he said, this is kufr, what are you, what are you doing over here? So he said that, no, but just take this, use it, see how you'll get better. He said, I'd rather die, but I won't take this, this I will never do. Mufti Hussain Bayad Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali, Allah Ta'ala gave him the highest ranks in Jannah. He also happened to go by the same army. And the Tawis that he gave him, he didn't check, and he used the Tawis. Later on, when Hazrat Hakim Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali, found out about it, he told Mufti Sahib, read your Kalima again. How could you even utilize such a Tawis? So today this has become a reality. People are going to Sangomas, doing these type of things and losing the Iman. There was one particular lady, actually two ladies this happened to when we were there in Johannesburg. One particular lady, approximately 900,000 rand. 900,000 she had. And this person came and he said that I'll double this money for you. And our people are so simple. They allowed her. He, this lady they, and the husband also, they allowed. They believed that she can double the money for you. And they allowed them in the house. That fellow took all the money and he was gone. Another person, lady, she sold her jewelry, her jewelry, everything. She went and borrowed from other people, believing that these people will double the money. And in reality, everything was gone. So Allah Ta'ala save us, this is a reality in the ummah today. So he said that, That send a boy to me, I will teach him jadu. So the king sent a boy that he might now teach this boy the magic. But when he used to walk on his path, then on the way there was a monk, there was a person, a Christian person, Alim, that was in the ibadat of Allah. Wa ta in the time of Hazrat Isa, alayhi salatu salam, those that made the ibadat of Allah, wa they were Muslim. But there is no such a thing as a person leaving the entire world, giving up the world, going and living in the jungles and making the ibadat of Allah. This is not in our sharia. In our sharia, we follow the life of Rasulullah. Nabi used to eat also. Nabi used to make iftar also. Nabi used to make ibadat at night. 
married also. Nabi Sallallahu used to sleep also. Nabi Sallallahu got married also. Nabi Sallallahu had children also. This is a very moderate ummah. So we follow the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu We don't move away from the sunnah. So when this person, he used to go to that magician, on the way he used to pass by a monk. My monk. فَقَعَدَ إِلَيْهِ وَسَمِعَ كَلَامَهُ فَعَجَبَهُ He used to sit by the monk and he heard the words of the monk and he liked what this person was preaching. وَكَانَ إِذَا أَتَى السَّاحِرْ مِنَ الرَّاهِبِ وَقَعَدَ إِلَيْهِ When he used to come to the magician from the rahib, from the monk and he used to sit to him. فَإِذَا أَتَى السَّاحِرْ فَدَرَبَهُ When he used to come to the magician, the magician used to hit him. Why? Because whenever he is coming, now he is stopping now by the monk and he is listening to the talks of the monk. So now he is delayed for his lessons over there. So now when he is delayed for his lessons, when he comes to the magician, the magician used to give him hiding. That why are you late for your lessons? Why are you not on time? فَشَكَّ ذَلِكَ إِلَى الرَّاهِبِ so he complained about this to the monk. He told the monk that every time I'm listening to you, I'm getting late. And when I'm going there for my lessons, I'm getting hiding because I am late. Fakal. So the monk told him, Iza khashita sahir fakul habasani ahli. He said that when you fear the magician, then say that my uh, family members help me back. Meaning that when you go to the magician and you leave, now you fear that you're going to be in trouble over there. Then just give him the excuse that my family people, they delayed me. That is why I am late over here. So this is considered as a lie and it's not permissible in Sharia for a person to speak a lie. It is totally haram to speak a lie. When we get chance, inshallah, we'll discuss this someday. But there are certain instances where speaking a lie also becomes permissible in Sharia. For an example, a person, the, he eats his wife's food, but the food is not very, very tasty. But he does not want to break the heart of his wife. So what does he tell his wife? That the food is the best today. And that's what will make the wife happy. So in this instance, it becomes permissible for a person to speak a lie. When a person is in jihad, they are fighting against the kuffar. So for the Muslim to deceive the kafir on the battlefield, now also it becomes permissible for a person to speak a lie. So there are certain instances where it is permissible. Two Muslim brothers are fighting. They're not talking to one another. So what do you do? You go and tell one brother. You said the other person, he talks so good about you. He loves you so much. Whereas in reality, that person doesn't say anything. You just say, so that you create muhabbat. And then you go to the other person and say, this person speaks so good about you. He loves you so much also. And this now unites the two Muslim brothers. You are speaking a lie, but you brought them together by this lie. Sharia said it is permissible. This was an instance where he was going by the magician. And by the magician, what is he learning? Only things that are harmful to him. Whereas when he was sitting by the rahib, by the monk, he was learning things of deen. So here it was beneficial for him. So here also Sharia permits a person that it was permissible now to speak a lie. فَقُلْ حَبَسَنِ أَهْلِي So say that my family members help me back. وَإِذَا خَشِيْتَ أَهْلَكْ فَقُلْ حَبَسَنِ السَّاهِرِ And when you fear your family members, meaning that now when you're coming and you stop by the monk again, from the magician when you're returning, you stop by the monk to listen to him again. And you're going to your family and you're going to be late at your family, then what do you say? Say that the magician, he delayed me. That is why I've come late over here. We will continue from here.